doing the bass part. Hello and welcome to Not Another Nat One Small Talk. We are an actual play D&D podcast who plays D&D on Wednesdays, but also records a uh, podcast about said podcast also on Wednesdays, but they alternate them. <laughs> they alternate. There you go. They go it's back perfect. and forth. Yeah, it's yeah, perfect. yeah. It never stops. It's the never-ending cycle of podcasting. Uh, hi, I'm Keith. If I haven't said that already, I'm saying it again. I play... Big Poppy! Big Poppy! Big, Poppy. big, Poppy, big energy. Uh, I play Luck the Gunner or the Musketeer or the guy with the gun. I'm just waiting for one day to just go, Luck, pew, pew. Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next time. Next time. There you go. Luck, bullet, go, boom. Okay, next. <laughs> Luck, bullet. LG. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. Chase, chase. Learning giant, <laughs> learning giant. Oh, I need to make like a, a parody LG logo, but it's Luck Gun and just Ooh. a picture of a smirking Luck with a gun in the background. Okay, I need to start working on that. I love that. Also, I realize it's my turn next because we turn. do it. We do it. Uh, there's, there's no pay- table here. Yeah, there's no table. There's so a table I'm, in our hearts. <laughs> I always fuck it up. So I'm next. Hi, everybody. My name is Sam Allen. I play DOS, the variant elf artificer. Uh, who I had a lot of hearts of hearts and I did a little investigating last episode. And you know what I didn't do? I did not... Shit your pants! I did not shit my pants. I did throw a flail in the woods, though. You and did he, do that. And there was one other thing that you tried to get us to do. What was it again? Shit on the floor. Oh, oh right. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> that, no, that, was, <laughs> that was two episodes ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Alex Smith, playing the Playtime Paladin, Fitty, Fitty Tyson, with a hard body. body. Yeah. Uh, hey, episode- speaking, of, speaking of hard bodies, uh huh. we got a little shirts versus skins going over Whoa, here. Oh, uh, yeah, I was about Man, to say that. Look, look, look. Yeah. look yeah. Hard body right there. Screenshot mm. that. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Screenshot that. No, please not, don't. Not even the full shirts v skins. We got tanks v skins going on. Yeah. Okay, so Sam and I have our shirts off. We've oh. got the hard bodies like Fitty Fitty Tyson Tyson. Sure do. And Keith and uh, Chase are wearing tankies. Oh, yeah. Sun's out, guns out, boys. Hey, mm-hmm. y'all flick, flex on me real quick. Flex on them. God, oh. dog. Look at Keith. Good Lord. Damn. Oh, oh, oh. oh. What a God. guy. I don't see it. Well, Fitty, Fitty this episode uh, got to actually peer behind the kimono on <laughs> announcing... Uh, like games and big crowd events. He's always had somebody else announce events for him. So it was really fun to be the guy with the megaphone in this episode. He, he liked that. Well, it's great because like even like uh, athletes in our world, a lot of like a lot of them go on to become like commentators or journalists or something. So it's cool seeing Fiddy get a, a sneak preview of his next career. You know, I was about to say 100% Fiddy Fiddy Tyson, Tyson Fiddy Fiddy Hardbody will probably be a sportscaster. Gonna it's follow that like Tony Romo and Greg McElroy path. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know who those are. Get Chase. You don't know, Greg, Greg McElroy? My man's an Alabama fan. Don't I did not. I didn't McElroy. hear you say. All, all I heard was McElroy. I didn't hear yeah, the. Greg, I didn't hear the Greg. Greg McElroy, the former Alabama quarterback, and Tony Romo, the guy who played for the Dallas Cowboys for about sixty years. That's awesome. It was a long Sports. time. Yeah, Sports. dude was there for a while. But hey, everybody, I am your pit master, Chase Ezel. <laughs> 
He was okay. Hold on, everybody. Time out. Pause it. Pause it. Uh, no, no, no. Don't, don't actually pause it. Listen, I was watching Chase's face the entire time he put it because his eyes were watching the was screen. Was he visibly shaking? Yeah, he was watching the screen too intently. I was like, he's about to hit something. I was ready for it. That was but, good, Chase. Yeah, hey everybody. I am your pit master, Chase Ezel. He did it again. And yeah. Proud tank gang represent tonight. Got the suns out, guns out, uh, but not enough to have my tummy out. So, uh, yeah, we all <laughs> we all have some favorite moments. Y'all want to jump right into those? Heck yeah, dude! This was a fun episode. I like this one. This Who wants to episode. go first? Sam, uh, you already said you were going to go first on the questions. So, y'all want me to go first on the favorite moments this time? Sure, that sounds fair. Heck yeah! Oh, okay, sweet. So, my favorite moment was uh, the fact that. Chase, was that planned? I don't even remember. It's been so long. Was the like little sequence of everybody getting a hit on the wagon? Did we talk about that beforehand, or did that just organically happen in the moment? So, I can't remember. Well, peek behind it. That actually was a weird section at the table. It turned out fun, but we initially just. I misunderstood when you were talking about wanting to do this fun bonfire scene where everybody breaks the wagon. When you said everywhere, everyone, I mistook it for not just the party. Let's let a couple NPCs get on the fight. And then that kind of changed. And then like in the moment when I had Furlon ask if he can like take a swing... I remember you just hesitating and like we we ended up okay we ended up re- re- redoing a part of that because you just looked at me as like wait no Furlong's not supposed to do one is he and like I thought he was no it, it was a okay. big pause moment <laughs> yeah, yeah it was because weird we we were yeah. it was it, I think we it, all envisioned it lasting like twenty minutes and then we looked yeah. at the timer and we like had an episode done yeah it was, like, it was yeah <laughs> and we were like it, oh god yeah. We're not- it was like our version of the Not beach good. episode. It was, so it, it was, but it was half fun. planned. It was half planned. Yes. Oddly, not planned enough, which is not something you hear often <laughs> about D and D role play improvis- improvisation shit. I, I thought it was awesome, but that's not even my favorite moment. My favorite moment is part of that, that I, you know, Fiddy has this fun little game, destroying his wagon, making a fun little bonfire. And y- Doss and Luck, you guys are bequeathed my mace to strike on the wagon. And Alex thought genuinely that he was setting up what could potentially be a very funny scene of both of y'all having no idea how to use that weapon. (laughs) But then both of you guys had proficiency in martial weapons, which included maces. And I was like, oh, okay. I might get shown up at my own game. And when Keith, when Luck actually struck the wagon, I was like, oh, okay. Maybe maybe this isn't going to be as funny fun as I thought because they're just going to destroy it before Fiddy gets a chance. Nah, da- uh, Doss came in. Trips on, what'd you say, a, a rock? Uh, I think I described... Yeah, yeah, medium-sized medium rock. Medium, like, it was hyper-specific, like medium-sized rock. Were Not you, a like, large hel- rock, but a medium-sized rock. I imagined you having the mace out in, like, outstretched in front of you and you, like, tornado spinning... I don't think that's what you were doing, but that's what my brain had in. So that actually came from a little inspiration. So in high school... Uh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. Um, in high school, I, I, I did not go to many parties in high school. The one the one I did go to, one of my friends who, for this story, shall remain nameless, uh, 
Have y'all ever heard of uh, Dizzy Bat? The no. game. Oh, uh, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It. Uh, it's a sin. Did you say you love it? No, I said I know of it. Oh, you know? Oh, I was going to say, oh my <laughs> no, God. Yeah, I love uh, Spinny Bat. Yeah. It's, what, it's me and my homies Spinny Bat every weekend. So essentially, <laughs> oh, have, it's this thing. We call it Spinny Bat Sunday. You have to like shotgun a beer essentially and like spin around a few times and then try to hit a ball. So my friend did that and he was, he had a little too much to drink. And so when he went to spin, he lost his footing, smashed his face on a quote medium sized rock. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so we went to this like private religious school. So like you couldn't tell people that, yeah, I had this gigantic black eye because I fell on a rock because I was drunk. So he told people he got mugged. <laughs> I, was fighting, I was fighting an agnostic. <laughs> I was fighting one of those heathens. Yeah. The crusade calls. So yeah, hey, Chase, thank you for letting us have that scene. It was fun to kind of blow off some steam on a wagon. That was fun. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. That shit was fun. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Next! Uh, so my favorite scene comes... Uh, it actually precurses Alex's favorite scene. I loved when Fiddy and Furlon were just trying to get everybody awake in the camp because it turned into Fiddy paying Furlon to go wake people up. And <laughs> then it, <laughs> Furlon tried to take... What, what was it, the megaphone? What, what did you have again? I think that I said I had a megaphone, but I don't think canonically I did. I think I was it, just we, yelling. We just said, it, what's a fantasy megaphone? Who cares? Yeah. Uh, so it went from that to like, you telling you telling Furlon to get off the tower and give you the megaphone to, <laughs> so you can wake people. I love that scene was so chaotic. And I had loved so it. much energy. Yeah. It was yeah. Just literally like, at the table yelling at one another. <laughs> we Al- were. Alex and Chase just kept going back and forth and it was like, and it was so fucking funny to me because I was like, both of these guys are like using a hundred percent of their brain power <laughs> on this stupid little thing. And I loved it. Uh, <laughs> that, one of my favorite fucking things to picture mm. is this Furlon, which I, we don't have artwork for him officially. I have made him in Hero Forge just for me to visualize, but I picture him as this skinny little lanky, like redheaded kid who just doesn't look like he would be popular at school. And then I have him kicking in doors, screaming at people to wake up because Mr. Tyson has a thing he wants to do. Rock and roll, baby. It was also so much pressure because I knew that he was waking everyone up to watch the guys with nine strength <laughs> try to hit a wagon. Yeah. <laughs> Fiddy did get a nat 20 to smash that wagon. And I, I am going to clear the air here and just say, canonically, at peak arc, Fiddy was 50 feet in the air. I believed it. There no, was. I was there in my mind. I was there in my mind too because it was a watchtower. And oh yeah, we we cleared it up. I, yeah, it we listening to that. I remember that like discussion because I I think <laughs> Sam were and I were on the words. Sam and I think we're on the words. same page. Where I thought you were saying from the ground, you had a fifty foot vertical leap. That's I impossible. I, that's, that's what, what that's I was what we saying. saying. That's what we were saying. I was, I was I was there. Al- Alex put on a tank top. Chase lose the shirt. We're changing sides. Yeah, Keith. Yeah, that's us. I'll go get my tank. No, I'm just. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm with you now. Once I realized when you said 
when I figured out you were on the guard tower, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe then a 45-foot guard tower is reasonable and a five-foot vertical leap. But I was going in thinking you were just like, say, <laughs> Nat 20, I can jump 50 feet straight in the air. Fuck you. Nat that would 20. be that would be wild. Nat 20 yeah. motherfucker jumping around like the Hulk. Like from yeah, building to kidding. building. Sometimes I imagine Fiddy is the Hulk and I have to tone it back a little bit. I'm like, that's, he's not him yet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's better. Hey, I agree. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I will go next as far as favorite moments because uh, mine is not quite as chaotic or funny, but I loved like the deep conversations in this episode. First off, between like uh, Luck and Das with the conversation about Minel and a little bit of history about where Das is from and his uh, his lost love from back in the day whose name is still unknown to anybody except for Das and probably Zelirium. Um Chase, do you know the name? I... I, I know he the does. name, but I don't okay. remember the name. Yeah. Uh, he I, he has it in writing somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and it, I know what everybody's saying is like, oh, Sam hasn't come up with the character name. No, I definitely no. have. I just, he has. Just, um, <laughs> he it. has it from like day one. It's just yeah. not come out yet. I don't remember it because it's not been particularly important to the story yet. Watch but. it be Aaliyah. Like, watch, watch us get our wires crossed and... <laughs> he's going to check in. No, he's not. I'm just messing. I'm just messing. No. What was uh, that noise? <laughs> that was me. That was me trying to contain a laugh. And I it thought you farted. Oh, no, it turned dang. into a. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Using my own laugh against me. Wow. Yeah, I love having that button. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Hey, whatever you're, whatever you're done, Chase. I, I can wait all day. Those last three were Alex recreating it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. me, bro. My, oh, my hands are, your mouth barely moves. My yeah. hands are up. Oh, I see it now. It's like all in the chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trained vocalist, baby. That was yeah, that, that was, yeah, that, was the, that was the sound button. But I'm so yeah. sorry, listeners. <laughs> uh, so I'm really glad I got to. Like Doss got to experience that moment with uh with luck because the way I'm kind of the way I'm kind of playing Doss is like with his with his like friendships and relationships, like I want to be able to hit like certain checkpoints with each of you before like, you know, divulging some information. And Lux, it was a really good time. Um, not only because we're nine episodes in and like I don't think I've said where I'm from, but it was also nice that like Luck and I have really bonded the last probably two or three episodes, I would say, just with like with uh, Clive getting caught. It was nice, like in episodes eight and nine, like I feel like Doss has been uh, really been able to like be a friend for for Luck, um, which has been really cool to see. So being able to have that same play out where it's just me and luck I thought was I thought was really cool and I thought it was really special so I'm glad we got to do that yeah I thought it was really good too I will say to 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 start I asked Sam about uh his love life because I knew there was something in there and I had talked about in a small talk how like hey I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you and you're in character and you're gonna have to tell me and I was not prepared for what I was asking for oh yeah no like I have like and Chase has seen it. Like I have way more notes on everything than like I have let on. I there are I have like a three four thousand word. God 
Dog, bro. With just like backstory and shit. So yeah, there like there is a lot. Like I have a lot to say. It's just picking and choosing my spots. Hey, it's my turn to hype you up, Sam, on oh, that cool. that scene because that was an awesome scene. I sent you a picture while I was editing the episode. Oh, yeah. And I, all I said was lore dump because and maybe maybe this would be fun to post on the Twitter or something on the social medias, let them see what you and I do chase while we edit. But there is a very big chunk where Chase and I literally are not speaking at all. We are just enthralled in the scene. Just that listening. You and, yes, that you, that Doss and Luck are a part of. Hey, look, Sam, you always say that you are the one that hasn't played D&D the longest. And I, I think that you maybe hold yourself to a standard, which, I mean, we all do, but you know, you don't compare yourself to anybody, buddy. And this is me saying this on mic. That was incredible role play that was incredible preparation for that scene everybody could tell that you put time and love and good barbecue sauce on that absolutely hey look look 10 out of 10 and you hey always for you luck always for you keith y'all just gelling like that in that scene it makes those moments more organic because that's not scripted that's on mic y'all are just doing that that's the best thing is how yes. <clears throat> wait like when you're telling someone a backstory if you're telling it like out of character and you're just like here's some information you're like okay I've, I'll remember half of that but yeah like hearing like re-listening to it and hearing Sam in character like go through his backstory is like so much more impactful and it was very well done and I did nothing but say like that's rough buddy once or twice <laughs> yeah. no that's but, not true no it's, I mean, it's something I'm excited for all of our stuff to come out like seeing how how good Sam did it and the way that Sam did it in his delivery I'm excited to do that with Fiddy I'm excited for more cheese to come out from da- or from luck like I'm pretty sure I was on Instagram during most of that. So overall, 6 out of 10, decent job. (laughs) You're doing your best, bud. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, just need one or two more of those and we're good to go. But no, for real, yeah, great scene. Love the the tender moments between two characters that normally in like everyday life probably would not interact or really talk with each other. And, And then also mine's kind of... My favorite moment was kind of a twofer because it also kind of piggybacks into like the the heavy conversation between Doss and Seer Hayes about like, hey, we think you might be a little bit infected here. Yes. Can we mm-hmm. uh, check this shit out real quick? And just how that wow. went, it was yes. so nice. Like, and love yes. the like just the adult conversation aspect of it. like you both know it's gonna suck to have. You both know you gotta do it, but you're a little bit concerned about the results. She's definitely concerned about the results and can't put it off any longer. So, In the, in the moment when we were doing that, yeah. I, I, I realized midway through what we were doing, I was like, oh shit, if she's infected and there's only two other people here, it's mm-hmm. me and... Uh, 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 oh God. Our, Ida, Ida. Ida. Yeah. Yeah, if it was me and Ida and uh, Sierra Hayes and like that could get real awkward real quick. So I was like in my head, I was like, "Oh, please don't be infected!" Like, because this, could, like, because like my out. big paladin's already gone home, and the guy with the guns gone to bed, and it's just me. Well, that was that's one of those scenes that like we and I, I just I I say this, and I don't mean anything negative about it, but Seer Hayes and her 
potentially getting taken. I'm putting that in air quotes because now we've got the validation that she wasn't. That's something that was a big deal to us, like episode four, five, six. And then we went into the heist. And I'll be straight. I forgot about it until y'all started bringing it back up. So that was I'm glad all Sam too. Yes, I'm yeah. so glad Sam brought that back up because that that was a key story bow that need we needed to have. It would make sense for our characters to give a shit about that, you know. Yeah. So thank you, Sam, for re- revisiting that so that we had that closure with that character. This is a set. This is a Sam MVP episode. Hey, dude, oh, I yeah. just realized. Yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah for sure. Like, Fiddy definitely had fun in the beginning of it, but in terms of like moving the story along and getting shit done, yeah, Sam, Sam with his lore dump, Sam with actually testing Seer Hayes, two of the uh, genuinely the most important moments in this episode. Yeah, well, it's nice that there's part of the campaign that like I know I can kind of be pretty good at um because like in season one like like i've mentioned this before but like click was kind of the like the front man of the band for for like the last half of the season i feel like and now with season two it's like i feel it's very much fitty is in the front like luck is probably like what what instrument do you think luck would play in a band like is he like the i feel like he's the very eccentric drummer no, I, mean, I, I would feel like, he, like he's guitarist a guitarist or, or the front. I was going to say front I, man, but Fiddy's the front man. I, no, 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 I, I think Fiddy's the drummer. Sexy bass player. I think Fiddy is the drummer. I think Fiddy is the drummer. Yeah. You think yeah. Fiddy's the drummer? Hitting things, bro. Like hitting yeah. things. He's yeah. proficient in drums. Like that's his, that's actually I, I could his see instrument. Fiddy as a drummer. I could see like Luck as like the sexy bass player, like shirt yeah. off all the time, hair weight like down over the shoulders. Like, bro, why are you hair describing clips? me? Doss is on keys. Yeah, Doss is on keys, baby. Uh, so yeah. I actually kind of think Doss is like not really in the band at all. I think Doss <laughs> like runs sound or video for you guys or something like, or he's like the manager. Um, Chase taking a screenshot. I can tell. Wow. Taking a picture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because <laughs> uh, for the audience right now, Alex has just angled his camera. So all we can see are, is like his chest, his torso, his bare torso and that them hairy armpits. Yeah, that's why I got off track because yes, I'm with the audience just, needed to know all. Of yeah, that. Sam yeah. got too turned on for for a moment. I just Sorry, got distracted, guys. man. Whatever. I don't we're, even we're know. We're talking, I don't even know moment. what the fuck we're talking uh, about. And we're talking about my, Keith's favorite my moment favorite now. Moment. Oh, it's sure. mine. Well, and uh, Sam, you were saying that you think Doss is the technical oh, yeah, yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. not like, even uh, not even in the band. He's just helping. Yeah, I mean, because like he's more technical, and like I'm better with like skills and stuff than I am fighting. So like, it's nice to have an episode where like. It can remind people like, oh yeah, Doss is like can can be useful with nah, stuff. You do He's all that and, and play keys. We He's drag you on stage. Hell you try yeah. to hide behind the curtain, <laughs> and me and me and Alex drag you out. I that can was, be on keys, but I only know like four songs. Yeah, like you're just like playing uh, the ones that sound good, but are really like three keys in in a yeah. repetition. There That's, we go. How do you know my secret? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right for real. Favorite moment, mine. It's time. We're uh, all right. So. You can't Once see again, me because I'm in the cave. I'm sorry, Keith. <laughs> I just flipped you off, Alex. Okay, good. Perfect. <laughs> the audience can't see you either, so it's perfect. Uh, my favorite is uh, chronologically the back end, which is where I wanted to be, uh, which is us breaking into Val's apartment. Uh, and specifically, I had one moment that stuck out to me that no one else that stuck out for no one else. And it's uh, comment in my in the Discord if you 
call it this, for, or, or if Alex can tell me I'm wrong. Alex, so when mm-hmm. I was picking the door, you specifically spoke up and said, I watched the corridors. I did. And it was exactly what Luck told you to do when we were breaking into the uh, Dean's office. Uh, it was. And it, oh, so it's sure. it was like, Fiddy has learned, like, really learned a little bit of espionage. I, I don't like, want to be the he was par- like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm in the hallway. I'm giant. I'm going to wait outside. And then, oh. like, it's like, no, watch the corridors. And then as soon as we broke into Val's apartment, the first thing Fiddy does is, like, I, like, I post up and watch. Yeah. I, I don't want to be the party pooper, but Keith, I think you actually said somebody watched the corridors in that. He did. That no, 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 no. I don't care. It, yeah, it, it counts eight. for me. Yeah, I still like it though. Yeah, seeing Fiddy like embrace the uh, the subterfuge, like espionage shit, and not just be like the goody two shoes, like from like episode one or two where he was threatening to arrest y'all. Well, <laughs> I, I I find it I, really it's funny, Keith, that you whenever you point out a. a like a favorite moment between like an interaction between you and I, I'm always amazed that you actually pick up on the little nuances that like you say, somebody watched the corridor. I, in that moment remembered, he told me to do that before Fiddy would 100% do it again. Like yeah. no contest, no questions about it. Like, Oh yeah, I'm going to watch the corridors. You told me to do that before. Maybe that's just something. Yeah. I'm glad and then you sniff some hair as a treat. <laughs> Then we- He's a hair sniffer <laughs> like uh, Robinette, baby. <laughs> Jay Robinette Biden. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot you brought that. You made that joke. Too. <laughs> I did, too. It's a very timely joke, too. And and I quote, yeah, I'm a Fiddy's a hair sniffer. <laughs> I said it, and nobody blinked an eye except for Chase. And I was hoping for a split second that I would be able to get away with saying that scot-free. No. Didn't. Somebody else, like, picked up the role play, and I was like... We'll let this finish up, but we are the we are absolutely the fuck circling it. back to this. I want everybody to know in that moment, I physically could not speak because I was so surprised <laughs> that he said, "quote He's a hair sniffer." I could I couldn't believe it. I could not believe he said. What do you, I mean? What do you think a cat would be doing? No, like you, you, a human saying, "I'm a hair sniffer." <laughs> not me. I know. Yeah, but know. You, you, you said the words, and it was so jarring. Oh. <laughs> I think I said, "quote Fiddy's a hair sniffer." You, pro- I think you actually did, but, but still. that's still weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I took it in stride. I was like, "Yeah, of course, of course, Fiddy's a hair sniffer." Like, what? Obviously, yeah. this is one of the, the, the like the bottom ten weirdest things that Alex has said today. Like, sorry yeah. guys, that's actually hey, a good point. This is it's, We've been thirty minutes talking about our favorite moments. That's awesome. This was a banger episode, guys. GG's all around. Everybody now let's talk about least favorite moments. Yeah. Okay. Le- there were some uh, dog shit moments in this episode. None, we need none to f- that we can't no, name, yeah. name two. Name two. <laughs> name two. Uh, oh, can Before I add a favorite? Before we started can, and after we stopped. Can I can I add a favorite one? Go for yeah. it. I don't know. I can't remember. I literally just remembered this. I don't know who said, what if they like tampered with the barbecue sauce? Oh, that was me. But that shit uh, got yeah. me listening to it. Because I was like, oh shit. Like, what if it's uh, in the barbecue sauce? I just started laughing. So bro, the entire you. civilization collapses. That's yeah. what. That wait, would wait, suck. There was one more. Like, there was a luck roll in this episode where for the first time on a D100, I actually rolled a 100. Ooh. Now, for the life of me, I can't remember oh, what the luck roll was. It was it for, was it was for, for the hair. No, it was for, it was for DOS finding stuff. Oh, it yeah. Was the finding the hair. Hair. No, you got a 100. Yeah, that's what he's, that's oh, that's what he's what saying. Yeah. You also rolled a one. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was back, back to back, too. Yeah. yeah. 
The hundred to find the hair and the one to actually read it. So <laughs> that one was wild. Uh, questions? Question mark? Yeah, might as questions. well. We're, we're, questions. We're in it now. Questions. I've got two. Questions. I don't know how many everybody else has. I have one. I'll go first. Let me steal one. That, write it out for me. Don't I've put that. them. Wow, both. that's so lazy. Are you yeah. serious? Keith? I put them. We've been talking for thirty minutes, dog. You could. I put them both gross. in the. Hey, look, look, Keith. I put them both in pod chat. Go check them both. All right, uh, all right. You do the one that I titled for DOS. Okay. You got. You got it. Uh, okay, I'll go first. Nothing is real. We plan all this shit and we give each other our questions. Don't trust the people you idolize. Okay. We're all losers. We all suck. No. And we're all deceiving you. This is a prank. Honestly, if people idolize us, then I don't know. Yeah, there's a problem. Uh, so my question is, we had a really nice bonfire scene, right? We did. We yeah, loved yeah. it. So fantastic. when Sam thinks about bonfires, you know what I think about? I think about s'mores. So my question is, what is your character's favorite part of the s'more? Ah, okay. And I will, pre- while everybody's thinking, what? I will preface this. That S'mores came out with a remix instead of a graham cracker. I don't know if you gentlemen have heard of this. You can use a Ritz cracker instead uh. as the base. And I tried it. And let me tell you, it is a certified hood classic. It no, is, because Fitty would be delicious. the graham cracker. The graham like, oh, cracker the is the most cracker. important. Okay, Sam, I'm kind of with you. Get that salty and sweet. Mm-hmm. I want to try mm-hmm. this now. Yep. I want to try this now. It's delicious. I want to try Dude, it, but I, I'm a I'll try it. Morris technology has come so far. Right. Okay. So what y'all's, uh, I guess Doss's Doss's favorite part of the s'more is definitely the marshmallow. Give me the graham cracker, baby. Let me break it into a few little pieces and eat it like tiny little Kit Kats. Okay. I don't I mean, even need the rest of parts. Yeah. You're the chocolate yeah. now. No, I'm not saying like what part are we? I was like, what's your character's favorite part? Like when you take that bite, what is the one yeah. that you savor the most? Yeah. I, I probably didn't wear that oh, God, well. The point of a s'more is it's together. Yeah. This is impossible. It's um, the marshmallow. Um, I'll go with marshmallow. It's the most. Yeah. Funny. Uh, since I don't have a character, I'll, I'll give a variation on the answer. I burn the outside of my marshmallow. I like to light it on fire and hold it and wave it like a torch for a few minutes while it gets crispy on the outside and gooey on the inside. And then do that shit. Respect. Hell yeah. Respectable. I got to sneeze, guys. Oh, gosh. Bless you. <laughs> Woo! Big one. I'm good Juicy. now. Mm, that was great. Uh, okay, so I got my question now. Sam, that was a good question, buddy. Thank you. But the graham cracker is the best part. All right, so this question is for all four of y'all. Okay. okay. And I came up with this question literally four minutes ago. Why'd you right say there's before- four of us? I'm including myself for some reason. <laughs> I speak I speak about myself in the third person sometimes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Y'all got me thinking. I don't know if Chase is going to come with the barbecue sauce or not, but maybe that's something he's thinking. But what would be the equivalent of, and I'm putting this in air quotes, putting the stuff in the barbecue sauce in the real world? What is something, like if we wanted to put this goop or control everybody's mind. The coronavirus vaccine. Okay, brother. so we got the coronavirus <laughs> vaccine. That's number one. Okay. Number okay. two is the fluoride in the water. It's we are the freaking frogs okay. gay. Definitely from one. the deep south. Okay, we got two. <laughs> fluoride, COVID uh, vaccine. What else? It's the the chemtrails. Chemtrails uh, the chem- in the sky. 
Turn of the freaking frogs gay. Hell yeah, brother. Okay, 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 okay. But how would you put the little jupy, the, the little juice stuff in the... No, no, no. What? Okay, legitimately, if I was an evil mastermind and had Big control of like... Mm. No, no, no. Even better. I would put it as the goop inside of a gusher. Not enough people eat gushers. I don't eat gushers, though. Fair. I don't either. I don't eat gushers. 50% like, it's got of this, of this What texture? Very good. I don't know about delivery mechanism. What, what's though. the one of like, uh, what caused it in The Last of Us? Like different grains. Ketchup. Were Everyone eats ketchups. Ketchup yeah. would be a good one. Ketchup, grain, and the wheat. bread and oatmeal. Yes. Wheat. Yeah, like, okay. like infect Less, yeah. the wheat like, pot. High fructose corn syrup. It's uh, in fucking it. everything. Yeah. That, that's the correct answer. Moving. That, high yeah, fructose we might, corn I, syrup. The more we talk about it, the more and more I'm like, are we going to get on a like Ooh. damn no fly list? talking about this like how guys, can we i've been on a no fly list <laughs> what the, sam explain please uh so i had the flu and i was supposed uh, to go on a trip and my dad my my dad called the airline uh, and goes quote hi my son's name is blah 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 he has the flu can he still fly and they literally <laughs> told him, well, sir, if you wouldn't have said anything, there's no way for us to know. But now that we know who your son is and that he's sick, he's now on a do not fly list. Oh, wow. So that I've time, been, my, you should have opened that up with the time my dad got me put on a no fly list. Yeah, that's, that's wild. It was more fun to do it this way for me. Because I like watching everybody's face be like, why the fuck was he on a do not fly <laughs> list? <laughs> not good. Uh, nope, not good. All right, next question. Keith, steal the one yeah, that I, I wrote you. out no, for no, you. No, no, no. I got my own question. Oh, then go. I'm going to ask my question that I had. No, no, I was... don't do that. Don't do that. It's because I have quotations my own question. Uh, oh, oh, uh, uh, oh. Come on. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Give, give, me, give me this. Uh, okay. For for Dolls, uh, when was the moment Fiddy became a friend and not a coworker? Because mm. this is what I imagine, Doss. Okay. I imagine, because Fiddy has been you know, in the gladiatorial ring. How long have we said, Chase? I think he's like 35, 36. So Something from the like time that. he was 18. So how many years is that? 18 years? No, yeah, it's been less than that. Doss has only been in James Hold for like 10 years. But what I'm saying is I think that Fiddy was a fighter for not a decade, but, you know, seven to eight years before even meeting you. Yeah. You get hired as like the the healer guy, and Fiddy realizes like, oh damn, this guy's really good. I'm gonna hire him for every fight. So what what was that moment for Fiddy and Doss that I they became? I feel like the moment was. I feel like Fiddy would constantly invite Doss over, and Doss would always have some sort of excuse. But Fiddy just kept like, and I imagine it's probably like three times a week. He's like, "Hey, yeah, what you doing? I, hey, what you doing? Ali is cooking. What you doing? You want to come over? You want to like have some? You want to have some? Going to the park? You want to have some Gatorade, quote unquote?" <laughs> and uh, I think finally, Doss Doss was going into it like, "I just need to get this over with, so that way, like, you know, we can just go back to being coworkers and it not be weird." But then I think like he saw you at home and. I think that was the moment that like Doss knew, oh, this isn't just like an act. Like this is like who Fiddy is. And I think that's when it flipped in Doss's brain. Like, oh, like I want to be this guy's friend versus it's, yeah, versus just a coworker. It's actually really funny that you say it like that because that's almost exactly how I pictured it in my brain that I would invite you over a whole bunch because what I was going to say, the moment that Fiddy realized that Doss was more than a coworker was after him 
telling, like, Fiddy knew that he wanted Doss to be his friend because Doss didn't just placate to his every whim because he was Fiddy Tyson. Like, Doss was able to tell Fiddy no. A lot of people aren't. Like, he's so famous. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it was, it was like, oh, this guy's telling me no. He, let me see if I can get him to like me for who I am. Maybe he thinks that all I am is this show. So, yeah, that's sweet, man. Thanks for the love. I also, I also imagine, like, one of the first times, like, I don't think Doss said, like, uh, well, like one of the first times Doss said no, I also feel like Doss would like clap back at you about stuff like in the ring. And I imagine yes, you probably yeah. haven't had that either. Cause Doss is probably like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Like stop messing around with this guy or something. Yeah. And you being like, I'm Fiddy fucking Tyson. Like you just can't talk to me like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, why, why is this little elf? I like this little elf. He's got, he's got some fire to him. Like, He's not afraid of me. Like, that's awesome. Are you afraid of Fiddy? Um, Doss, no. Sam, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess for mine, because I never actually take the time to think of good questions, uh, I have a new out. Because this weekend, I went to a fun little festival, the Water Lantern Festival, which is what it sounds like. You decorate a little water lantern, everybody puts them out, and you get the pretty view. But... In the kit that you get when to like decorate the lantern, they included two different decks of cards. One is a standard like deck of card with inspirational quotes on them. The other is a conversational card pack. So what I want to do now is for my question on these is I'm going to draw one and we answer those as in character. I like oh, this. Let's do okay. it, baby. Let's see what happens. Oh, this oh, this is a fun one. So I've shuffled them and I will not be shuffling them again. I'm going to like each time put the card like upside down. So whenever I start seeing the text on top, I know we're done with this bit. But today's conversational piece. If your character opened a restaurant, what type of food would they serve? Oh, uh, but Fiddy has a restaurant or he owns a restaurant <laughs> franchise. He's got a celebrity restaurant. Well, yeah. if, if he started his own where he like he chose everything about it, not just franchise, what would it glizzies. be? Glizzies. He'd sell glizzies. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I heard the word glizzy for the first time in about a year and a half today, and now it's become my personality again. <laughs> uh Doss would open a restaurant that did not serve any main courses, just appetizers. Ooh. Why? Ooh. That sounds terrible. What do you mean? Uh, I, 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 there. I can no, fuck with like hear me out. All the appetizers good. are between like six and eight dollars. So you can order like four. That's different. You can get like a variety of whatever you want. You almost get like a combo, yeah, like a get three yeah. for fifteen. So basically, my boy is making cookout, <laughs> but better, but better. No, because cookout and, has like the trays and shit that you. They, can they do have like legit food too. It's not just appy, appetizers there. Appies. You rather call them appies? appies. appies? <laughs> you got them appies, bro. Bruh, oh would, no! <laughs> I'm here for a nappy and nappy, bro. Come on, an appy and then a nappy, bro. I yeah, love that. that. I want to make that on a shirt. I, I stole it from Letterkenny, so I don't think we could actually friend, like sell that. Right, Luck is opening, a, or more like sponsoring Gibby's Eatery, where we have like, uh, what do you, like it's not a... a, a mud wrestling? Mud wrestling for sure. What's the, I, can't, I cannot believe buffet Daiquiris. style. Buffet oh, style food, where it's like under magical heat lamps for like a couple days and like 
when the day's over, if it's not sold, you throw it in a box and then dump it back under the heat lamps the next day. Like, oh, okay, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Like a like a meet and three kind of service. Yeah, yeah. Like a, like a just like hey. a, it's a buffet. So you pay you pay yeah. ten dollars to get in. You eat as much food as you can, and then you leave and you get sick. Like so that's, that's <laughs> you're opening Golden Corral. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's opening a place that is titled by the name of a color, right? Yeah, for sure. Bam, baby. I'm. A, I know what you're uh, talking about, Keith. So we're uh that that's that's us. It's basically like uh the food you would get at a strip club uh that sits under the heat lamp, but there's no one to look at but hey, you shirtless. Don't well, okay. Nice. Don't sleep on the food at a strip club. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I've actually never been to a strip club. I've never been to a strip club. Been to one either. If you haven't Sam? from the movies. You, you haven't lived until you have some wings from Magic City in Atlanta. Not that I would know <laughs> I about any of that, been. but I guess so. Our boy Demarcus just sent us a picture that he found James Earl Jones reads the Bible, King James Version, in his <laughs> parking garage. Oh, that's awesome. You ever wanted Darth Vader to read John 316? <laughs> oh. Well, let me tell you, I have a 14 compact disc, disc edition just ready for you. If that, made, if that was available did? for mass producing, like religious uptick would go off the charts in this country. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to read the rest of the text. Includes the entire New Testament, King James Version, international bestseller, over 400,000 units sold, over 19 hours of listening time, and you have 14 CDs to cycle in and out. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay, oh, Sorry, okay. It, just, it just says the New Testament, which is a little disappointing because I would love to hear... Fucking Darth Vader read this one verse of Deuteronomy. Well, I'm thinking Deuteronomy where it says, if a man has his testicles crushed or his penis removed, he may not enter the kingdom of the Lord. Just if a man has his <laughs> testicles crushed or his penis cut off, he may not enter the temple of the Lord. I might actually want to YouTube this bad boy and listen Honestly, to it a little bit. Shit. Well, do you want to get into some listener questions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All sure. right. Uh, First one, this will be... Well, now we found out that Sam can answer this one as well. Uh-oh. This one comes from Spoodle Canoodle. Shout uh, out if Spoodle you, Shout out Spoodle. If you have DM'd, how would you describe your DM style? So I, I can start if y'all want, because everybody has heard mine most recently. Um, although, as Keith and I both talked about, DMing for a podcast is pretty different from DMing mm-hmm. for a home game. Uh, but I kind of keep the same tenets for both where it's a little big picture story is outlined like before even session zero and then it's prep one or two sessions ahead each time at most like keep it a little bit more loosey-goosey see where the story goes before you prep the next section and just make sure you hit the big story points along the way uh, I'll. I think I'm actually mostly in that boat for the at least from what they've heard. People have heard. I guess I've only ever DM DM for you guys on the podcast. So yeah, uh, that mostly. I I do not like to. I like to prep ahead of time, but I don't like to prep like six sessions ahead just because players make weird decisions and you don't want to. You can repurpose things, but it's nice to kind of see what your players do and make stories about that rather than kind of what you're trying to do. No, yeah. uh, uh, I don't know. I might, that might, I might just agree with Chase. I feel like what you said was mostly what I did on the podcast. Well, I do have a question about like that I think will differentiate. How powerful is the rule of cool at your tables usually? 
probably le- uh, less powerful. I like rule of really cool. I like rule of smart more than rule of cool. I don't. I like that. I, I'd rather you tell me something that's like really intelligent or like outside of the box or fun. I really don't care if it's cool. I, like I do to an extent, but like, yeah, jumping, like uh, executing guys is cool, but I don't. It's not. In, it's not like super intelligent sometimes. Would you let? Would you let a lion walking up to an enemy and just one shotting him? Would you let a lion person jump fifty feet in the air? Yeah, from a watchtower, I would. Rock and roll, baby. (laughs) Yeah, interesting. Interesting. My DM style is the last time that I would what I would consider like real DM'd. Uh, I DM'd a lot for some students over the school year, and I'm not saying that wasn't real. It was just when I DM'd for Strahd. I literally made a Google Drive titled Main Quest, Side Quest, and Not As Important. And each one of them had like 10, 15 like entries under it. I had these like maps of like, okay, if they do this, then they can go here and it'll open up these things. So I definitely... It, it bites me in the butt because I, I am the one that plans too much. And then when it doesn't go the way that I thought it should... Sometimes it can be a little frustrating and I will, the next time that I sit down to DM for you guys, I am not going to spend that much time prepping. Like I would print out miniatures specific to the battle that night. Like, I don't know. I spent so many hours on what we were doing. I do remember a couple of times where I found like before I had like a decent miniature collection and it was just what I could find. I brought a bag of little green army men to the table and you said, no, nah, get those out of here. We're using real minis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I would, I would go out and buy miniatures. Like there is a box of Curse of Strahd miniatures that we have not opened. Yet yeah. And you've NPCs still forbade us. That y'all have not met. Yeah. You like, forbade us to look too closely at that section of the bookshelf to not get spoilers. Yeah. So <laughs> I definitely plan a little too much. And I think the next time I sit down to, actually dm dm i am not gonna plan as much i i love planning a battle map like that's something that, that can, yeah, those can't, you can't do on a podcast because you'll just lose all that audio of us describing things if you can just see it but i love planning a battle map drawing it out i have a bunch of just random little shit that i use for walls and stuff that i've made and that's really fun oh uh, yeah uh my dm style is non-existent because i haven't done it yeah, you have. You, you said did you once. once, and I, I don't even count that. It was literally like, "Hey, what's Open not the book as a table?" Trying his best. <laughs> yeah, that, that's literally what it was. Trying his best. It, was, okay. it would be better it, if, well, I, I, if I actually did it. It would. It would be a lot better. Um, well, I, I would. I would probably fall into the prepare, prepare too much than prepared too little. That's probably the camp I would be in. Sure. Well, I do have one more differentiating question that I'm actually interested in y'all's in all of our answers really. Um, so when if or when you make a puzzle, do you have a singular set way to get through that puzzle that you will stay true to until somebody figures it out? Or is a good enough creative solution enough to get you to change from the original intent? It probably this is depends the role on what of intelligent. It, well, it probably depends on what the puzzle is, right? Yeah. And how long it's you've gone into thinking about it. Cause like if if you've spent five minutes on one trap, like I I'm okay, look, like that's that's already too long. Like 
I'm not going to give it, give it to you. But like what Keith's saying, if y'all think of something, I'm thinking specifically back when we played Strahd. And there was that the mini series. Well, there was that room (laughs) with the, with the button, remember? And every single time that you would click that button, a random item would spawn in the room and the countdown timer would restart. And y'all thought that the countdown timer going from 10 to zero would blow up the room. But as you started hitting it, y'all just hit it like 50 times more than I thought. So I started I had giving to y'all physically armor. restrain someone to not <laughs> yeah. hit the button. Because I, I thought that might be the, the solution. And we were just hitting it because it was Let hilarious. Because Alex finish. would just list random things that happened. It's like, your pants turn purple. It's like, a cat appears in the corner. And it's just like... <laughs> I was just having to come shit. up with random shit. And <laughs> finally, I started, <laughs> I started like trying to piece it together. Like, you find some boots, a sword, a shield. And y'all did something cool in that room that wasn't what I thought. Yeah. I was going to say what I was thinking of is in the miniseries when, uh, uh, spoiler alert, no, it's not. The room started filling up with water. Yeah. And like y'all spent 50 minutes. Like I think uh, Sam just crawled up a pillar like Spider-Man. Yeah, he like, did. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fucking forgot about that. I was outside the room, I think, because I missed his step <laughs> through a cracked door. Chase, <laughs> Chase got me in a DM in a DM trap where he was like, can I see light through the door crack? And I'm like, I don't know, roll perception. Sure. He was like, I missed his step. And I was like, okay, okay, you're on the other side of the wall. And I'm pretty Good sure luck. Biggie is just firing his shotgun <laughs> at the just wall. Just just trying to- no one's looking around. Everyone's panicking. <laughs> We're all panicked. Like, you throw us in a room with water filling up. What do you want us to do? Well, I, uh, before I, we spoil too much of the miniseries, go ahead, sorry, Sam. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> well, am I allowed to say my thing? I right, go for it. I remember trying to build a raft out of like, oh, no, no, no. like oh, yeah. there was like something on my table. I was like, Can there I was actually? a roll for canoe. I was like, there was, yeah. Yeah. There was uh, I was yeah. like, can I fashion this into a canoe? So and can... you said yes. You gave him a canoe. <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> That was fun. That was good, incredible. Good Anywho, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll release that at some point. <laughs> so eventually. All right. The next one, we're going to hit Spoodle again with the back-to-back. Shout out, oh, Spoodle. Spoodle. Thank you. Uh, this one is specifically for Keith. And feel free to reveal as little or as much as you choose here. Uh, how did Luck and Clive get the earpieces? Oh, I got this. I can answer this. Yeah. yeah take it away. I know you know. Uh, so they were like they always do. They were hanging out at Gibby's, right? Exactly. And, of course, uh, that's where they go. Gibby, you know, Gibby, Gibby's, Gibby's establishment is is known to be pretty popping on the weekends. And Gibby needed a little help with security, but he didn't. Uh, he couldn't figure out how to get. He couldn't talk over the ruckus. Yeah, he, oh, could, he, he could. couldn't figure out how to communicate to his bouncers. So he did what any good businessman would do and he told Clive to go steal some stuff from a rich guy and Clive found the two earpieces that he didn't know what they were at first but then he gave them to Luck and Luck knew what they were. That's That sounds exactly right. Clive, they're actually, it. it is canon that uh, Clive collects Luck's like tech parts before he before Luck really gets to use them. That's, that's exactly what happened, Spoodle. Stamp right. it. Nano seal of approval. Sign seal delivered, baby. I'm yours. All right. The next one comes from Four Dreamer. Shout out Four Dreamer. Shout out Four hey, Dreamer. Hey, Four Dreamer, what are you four dreaming? Damn. That's well, my question to you. Damn, yeah. that's deep. <laughs> Sorry. Hit, hit us in the Discord with that Four Dreamer. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. But 
what are your character's biggest innocuous fears? What? The stupid little things that they pretend don't matter or they're not really scared about. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I'm not scared of the dark. Why would I be scared of the dark? I'm, no way I'm scared of the dark. Uh, Shit like that. Uh, I'll, I'll jump in here. Doss doesn't like his food touching. It freaks him out. Oh. But whenever, like, whenever somebody calls him out on it, he'll like... He'll like stir his food up together and be like, oh, see, and like try it and like eats it. But then like he spits it out later and like dumps the plate out. It was like, I have to grow up and stop doing this. There was a moment with all of Fiddy's friends that they got really annoyed because he got really, really upset that people would not return the buggy carts to the actual cart rack itself. And it's not that it's a fear. It's just that it's like, no, it it doesn't actually, no, no, it doesn't bother me that much. Or or it doesn't bother me that much. It just, you know, they're they're lazy. But it definitely like gets under his skin in a a way that it shouldn't. Uh, Yeah, people just return the damn carts. It's not that hard. And you're saving some poor underpaid kid working at Walgreens or Walmart the, the extra hassle. Just, just return the damn buggy to the stall. It's not hard. All right, Luck's fear is uh, Luck doesn't like his skin showing. Like he's always wearing like full pants, boots, uh, jackets, gloves. Uh, he just has this strange fear of like m- most of his skin showing. Like I don't think anyone in the party has seen like Clive in just like shorts or a shirt or like in relaxed wear. You mean Luck? Oh yeah. What what did I say? <laughs> you say Clive. Oh yeah, I was, I was, I was, my brain was turning. It's like maybe except Clive. Clive, oh, might have okay. Seen that. But uh, I don't think anyone has seen Luck without like, like in casual wear. No, okay. Oh well, so I mean, of course, every podcast needs a beach episode, so that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, that'll be real awkward. He'll be like the 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 goth kid at yeah. the beach. <laughs> yeah. Still wearing We're, a hoodie and, and and black skinny jeans, and the, sure the skin chucks. is like so white as reflective. Oh gosh! <laughs> Wait, what about like Lux? Uh, any sexual partners? Like, is is he like hesitant before getting down and dirty, or is uh, is that like a lights off kind of guy? Uh, okay, not no, yeah, it's got to be dark. Or like maybe just oh yeah, I've got a thing for blindfolds. Just put this on real quick. <laughs> is that what is that what Sam is doing? He's in the dark. Yes, that's what I've been doing in this cave. He might be getting his knobby slobbied, and we just couldn't tell. I, I didn't love that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I won't lie. I didn't hear a word y'all said. I just agreed to that, and now and, and I have regrets. <laughs> yep. This is uh, This is what I get for not paying attention. Sorry, sorry, yep, sorry. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> With that, smooth, is that the end of the episode? <laughs> no, smooth transition to the next the next and final question. Okay, this one comes do. from Charwolf. Shout out Charwolf. Shout out Charwolf. Who among you has played a monk and why is anyone who hasn't played one wrong? Uh, you should a thousand percent play a monk. Monks are so much fun. They're complicated, but there's n- almost nothing better than Landing your attacks, spend a key point, land another attack, spend a key point, flurry of blows, you get two more attacks, and you just land six attacks in a turn. I think meta-wise, the monk doesn't actually get good until like level 14. That's... They're not... Uh, a hot take here. I don't think monk, monks are that fun early on. Because you're really... Yeah. It's like a fighter, but without feats. Yeah, and you like, don't Key get points are fun, points. but you're mostly just doing what wizards... What, like, uh, the the... 
the paralyzing strike or whatever it's called. Yeah, I get that. Uh, it's like really good, but it's kind of like hold person level two spell. I, I still thoroughly uh, enjoy I, I, it though. Yeah, to throw to get to to answer, I've never actually played a monk, so I could be completely wrong. But yeah, I haven't either, so I, I should uh, shut up. So maybe I just maybe haven't my wanted to. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I just okay. haven't wanted to. I I have only actually played one so far, and I almost played one for this other home game like recently, and decided to go with a a druid instead. And yeah, now I Chase, because I, I was going to go monk, and then you were like, "I want to go monk," and so I was like, "Cool, I'll make this cool." I'll no, make I, this I, I told you like three times, <laughs> I'm cool with going druid because you said that's your dream class, and you went with something else. That's I, true. I did. I'll say my most played class in Diablo 3 was Monk, and I'm really sad they don't have a Monk in Diablo 4. Oh. Also, my most played class in Final Fantasy 14 is Monk, and I've still never played one in D&D. Hey, maybe that's called... Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just wrong. Maybe Charwolf is really going to change me. Hey, but, Charwolf, why do you think the Monk is the best class? You're over here calling us wrong. You got to give us some explanation. Right. Well, let's do like a, a a bonus thing. Oops, all monks, and just everybody play a monk. <laughs> Punch the shit out of something, <laughs> bro. We could be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh, no! oh hell yeah! Oh, let's go. This is unfortunate. Oh. This is the part of the podcast where I tell you I've never seen that. I haven't either. <laughs> oh, shit, let's go. Rock and roll. I grew okay. I grew up watching that shit. And one of my favorite GameCube games, even though looking back, it wasn't very, it wasn't a very good game. It was just I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles GameCube game and just running around the streets of like fucking New York smashing shit. I just want I call the guy with the nunchucks. I don't know what his name is. I Raphael. That, yeah, sure. I want that guy. No, 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 no. That's Michelangelo. No, Raphael, Raphael has, has the like size. Yeah, he has the yeah, thingies. The size. Raphael yeah. was always my favorite solely because he was the red one. Like, that's all I know about him, and he's a little angry. He, yeah, yeah, he was you, my you favorite. You can only like Raphael or Mikey. That's the only two yeah. options. If you like Donatello or the blue one. Leonardo. Leonardo, you're... Yeah, if you like, if you like either of those two as a kid, then you're a boring kid. That's, I you, agree with that. Yeah, We could I, legit play take. a... T, like, or hear me out, hear me out. I've read this on the interwebs before. It's oops, all paladins, but everybody is a different paladin uh, class. <laughs> yeah. And you're the you're the mother freaking Power Rangers. Oh, oh yeah, I like the good. infighting list. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was gonna be uh, more like our gods. Yeah. Oh, and then we yeah. just do like a like just battle royale. Oh wait a second, <laughs> or Ooh. just like try to work together. It's they about to have a motherfucking holy war. Yeah, that'd be fucking wild. But uh, that's, I think, all that we've got for today, everybody. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, <clears throat> if you didn't get a question answered or you want to start asking questions to us to answer the small talks, go get in our Discord server. Uh, you can head, find all that in the link tree. That's linktr.ee slash notanethernat1. Uh, there you're going to find all of our, the links to our social media, our Twitter, our Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Tumblr even, I think, is on there now. I uh, shall also find the links to the amazing music that Alex has written for the show uh, on SoundCloud and BandLab. I got them mixed up in the last outro. You did so good this time, though. Got to get them right. Uh, you're also going to find the Google Drive with uh, nano wallpapers throw up on your various devices, both vertical and horizontal. We've got them all. Uh, and you will also find a link to our official merch store on Redbubble, so go check that out. And buy some cool stickers um, and no the giveaway is done now we don't have to talk about that so no giveaway you missed out if you didn't 
enter to win before this. I'm sorry, there will be another one at some point in the future. So make sure you don't miss whatever the next one is. Follow our socials to be updated. Uh, but Sam, you got any words of wisdom to take us out? Oh, I got it. Uh, until next time, stay shady, my friends. It's hot outside. And it's hot under this goddamn cave. Yeah. Juicy.